to another episode of Off the Top Podcast. Welcome back, guys. I hope you're enjoying what we're putting down today um, or in the past. And today, what we're going to be doing is talking about if we won the lottery, what we do, how we'd use the money and go from there. So, Julian, I want to start off with your story and like what your tactics would be if you won the lottery. Well, I think uh, winning the lottery would be a, a very surreal, interesting thing at a certain point. Like if I won the lottery right now, right before I graduate from school, it'd be very interesting because obviously I'd finish school and like say I finished school, but then like I wouldn't really, depending on say the average Powerball is $150 million. I really wouldn't have, I mean, I could if I wanted to, but if I was wise with my money, I really wouldn't have to work. Um, in my lifetime, I might be able to set up something for my kids or eventually, but I think my tactic at first would would just be hide for a little while, go super dark, just like away from the public or like the prying eyes of people I used to know so that I don't get hit with a bunch of weird emails or texts or like, hey, I was your second grade teacher or like, hey, you know, one time you lo- I loaned you money that you paid me back, but you know, we could make something a little bit better out of that or something. Yeah, I think we have the same uh, first and natural instinct. Uh, I think that winning the lottery is kind of a blessing and a curse. I mean, you're blessed with a whole bunch of money and you get that and that's awesome. But you're cursed because you have to adversely change your life. And the aspect of socially cutting off a lot of people that you have around your life and probably enjoy just because that money is kind of a weird thing. Um, but yeah, granted, the first thing I would do is get out of town, turn off my phone, be unreachable, probably for like a week or so. And then after that, I would, when I collect the money, I would try to collect it the furthest place away and look as different as possible. And if I could, uh, not have my name mentioned on who won the lottery, that would be, my first like initial instincts to do is like get get away get away from everybody try to not look like me and get the money furthest away as possible so i'm like as anonymous as i can be yeah how long do you think you'd be able to remain anonymous under that situation um as far as like uh total so when i get like you know when to went from when i win the lottery Mm -hmm. to when I collect the money or have the money. and Yeah, have the money. Um, it would be really hard, especially where we're at. I feel like everybody's interconnected. And so uh, there'd be people I couldn't tell just because I know they have big mouths. Um, so I would probably try to keep it under wraps and tell as few people as possible. But if it was out, then I'd just be like, yeah, I did. Um, no, I'm not giving you money. Um, and like, you know, take it from there, probably move, you know, stuff like that. But I definitely take the lump sum as well. Uh, I think the annuity or like, you know, the payments just seem silly to me to do. Yeah. I think that like, if I knew I was guaranteed a certain amount of life that I might do annuities cause I might make a little bit more, but like, I don't think anything's really guaranteed in life. And like, I think the weird thing about annuities is to say you win the lottery at, 30 and you somehow you know pass away at 37 like and you didn't do anything smart with that money like it's gone like no one in your family gets it no one really gets to use it you just kind of lost it. i think the lump sum is very easy to 
I mean, it's easy to spend, but if you're smart with it, you can put it away. So if something does happen and you put it in a trust or a will or, um, you know, like a Roth or something like that, it could be set up to help others after you pass. Yeah. So I had no idea, like if you die when they're making payments, that money goes back to the state. Is that yeah? Thing? Just Yeah. Damn, that sucks. Yeah. So for all of you that are going to win the lottery or are winning it right now, take that lump sum. Yeah, exactly. Life isn't guaranteed and there's no reason unless there's a very specific reason, unless there's a very, you know, this is an ad hoc situation. I would say lump sum is probably the best way to go nine times out of 10. What do you think the most exotic or wild purchase you would make would be? Um, so there's a few purchases that people close to me know that I would do. Like these are my made it purchases. Mm-hmm. And I don't think this is exotic. And I can't tell you exactly what it would be just because I'm not in that mindset. But I know for sure that whatever wherever I live is going to have a heated like toilet seat and have a bidet in it. Okay. Is there, are you going like heated floor also, or are you just staying? Just the heated toilet seat for sure. Like that's, that's my made it thing right there is, <laughs> and I granted, like it's not very expensive. I can yeah. get one right now and it wouldn't be a big deal, but I think that's like my, I made it reward. The cherry on top. Would it be just in your bedroom? No, because I throughout, take dumps everywhere. Oh, okay. I'm not going to pigeonhole myself. And then on the same note, what do you think some of the worst ways people could spend their lottery money would be? Um, uh, I, I, There's a million and a half worse ways or more worse ways than there are good ways, unfortunately. Um, you know, if you were going to spend it on anything that you know is a very momentary thing or even a thing that will depreciate like i'm not a huge guy on new cars i mean if you're you know win the lottery then sure that's cool are you keeping your car if you win the lottery my car well my my situation specific and i'm not going to get into it right now but yeah i, I am keeping my car would you refer like would you fix it up or would no. you just keep it uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> that's almost insulting i feel like to the, to the situation <laughs> i think it's just being true to the humble yeah. beginnings man you know if i ever get too big <laughs> in my head i'll just drive my beat <laughs> you know uh, yeah. honda accord from the 90s and it'll be good. good i think when we're talking worst payouts i think i saw a thing they have like something called lottery Lottery changed my life, and I saw someone spend all of their lottery earnings. I don't want to say it was like 150 million, but it was in like the double-digit millions. They bought a trailer park, which I thought was a very interesting investment. And then later, like they do a lottery change my life follow-up, and those people ended up spending all of their lottery money. Um, and I don't think really were profiting again or anything like that. And I said, huh. That's not the first thing I would figure you'd buy, but I guess if you if you love trailer parks, that's one way to invest your money. Yeah, definitely. And um, that's actually something that I've done research on just because I've been into real estate investing. And trailer parks are actually a pretty good um, cyclical or non-cyclical investment as far as real estate goes, which is a solid if it, you run it right or have people that run it right. So... 
you know, I'm not totally off the first step offended or not offended, but, you know, <laughs> off the idea of a trailer park because sometimes that could be good. But at the same time, um, you know, it's there's certain ways to do it. I mean, just because you buy just because you put it in a Roth or IRA doesn't mean you're putting it in you know solid investments you could just be buying junk bonds and Mm -hmm. it's the same as if you were you know doing something unwise with your money almost yeah do you think a million like a multi-million dollar trailer park makes a difference makes a difference in what like if you like i think what i saw is they put over like 50 percent of their winning so millions of dollars into this trailer park and from what i saw it wasn't the greatest looking trailer park i don't know maybe they did something else with it that's involved in the trailer park, but I really didn't see much of that. Mm. So, I mean, the reason why I feel like you'd want those investments is your, and this is, might get a little too technical for uh, if you win the lottery, but basically investments like that, apartment complexes, trailer parks, you're looking for uh, your capital, like CapEx, which means basically how much money you're getting back on the money of the, the value of it all. So it just depends. And that's basically the gist of it all is like, you know, how much money is it producing? And that's, you know, directly correlated to what it's worth. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't think that putting millions and millions and, uh, you know, millions, like hundreds of millions of dollars, if that was the case, into a trailer park is the widest decision. Just because, you know, at that point, it sounds like a very expensive endeavor. But who knows? I mean, just because it's an uh, like it sounds like a money investment to us, mm-hmm. it could have been a totally emotional investment or like, you know, there was some sort of tie or connection. So it's hard to dive into the numbers without having them or, you know, mm-hmm. reason. But interesting. That's a very interesting purchase. So do you think the lottery, when it was created, whenever it is, I mean, there's hundreds of thousands of lotteries out there from like, I guess you can count video poker to scratch it to like Mega Millions, Powerballs, etc. Do you think it's a good thing? Do you think it's done good for America? I don't know. I obviously haven't been overseas, so I don't know if they have similar lottery systems. Um, but do you think it's a good thing for america or it's a just like a catch-22 like it can be good but it can be really bad too um i think it's a definitely a net positive in fact of like helps pay for programs that um wouldn't get funding otherwise or wouldn't get sufficient funding otherwise so that's always great uh as far as people kind of getting their lives ruined by it i think that that also is caused by you know, it's not, you're not always the victim of the situation. Sometimes mm-hmm. you help, you know, you have a helping hand in your demise. And I think that's more the case than other times. So I definitely think that the lottery is a positive, has a positive impact on the, you know, global or not global just, but, you know, yeah, the environment. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's one of those things that it's, um, I don't know. I feel like it's, great for when people want a lot of money but i feel like there's a ton of people who will spend much more money than they care to realize you know indulging in some of these things like you know buying two powerball tickets a day or a ton of scratch or whatever not really ever winning or maybe the most you win is 500 i think it kind of sets up a certain part of society to do 
um, you know, kind of use their money in, in opportune ways. Because I, I bet the percentage of people, I don't bet, but I feel like the percentage of people that are often buying lottery tickets aren't as financially stable as some others. Um, but I do think when people do win it, yeah, it does help a few programs around. Um, what do you think about the idea of a international lottery? Uh, I really don't like that just because it gets really complicated as far as, you know, like taxes in different places. And, you know, do you have to be a, a citizen of, you know, a certain nation to play? You know, and what about tensions? Let's say you were uh, in you know, you played this lottery and, and this sounds really silly, but let's say North Korea allowed you to play the lottery. And uh, if there was tensions between them and the UN, does that mean your, your funds are seized and things like that? So I think it makes it really intertwined and kind of convoluted at the same point. So I, I think that granted, you know, how much money would be in there, that'd be insane and just crazy. But I think that it's that's a little bit too complicated for what it's worth. What do you think? Well, my follow up question first would be: Do you think there will be a international, like an equal currency, or like a international currency? Uh, like, are you wondering, like, do you think in what we'll ever time get to frame? the point? Out of no time frame, do you think we'll ever get to the point where all currency is equal, or we have an international one where you don't really have? Yeah, and you kind of do have base, like, you know, currencies that banks use between themselves. So, uh, one uh, is a currency, an e currency called Ripple. I'm sure a few of you guys are um, in, introduced, have been introduced to it. And it's basically a way that one bank can ship funds to another bank in a different country with different currency in a very effective as far as cost like you know efficient in cost and speed way as far as time so there are currencies that interconnect everything but as far as like you know consumers using it i think it takes a lot longer to uh you know get to that point just because you have to think about all the countries and you know cultures and stuff that you need to overcome but i think that once there's a bigger big big paradigm shift as far as culture goes i think that that could be a possibility yeah um i guess going back to international lottery i think from a business standpoint um if i could create it sure i would do it um but if i can't create it i don't know if it would necessarily work i think a lot of the points you raised are good um and i think it could i mean if you buy a lottery ticket and you know uh, Africa or something and you're you know you're in a village um, and you don't really ever have money and then all of a sudden you win I guess it's international say you win 3.5 billion dollars um, bad things are gonna have a lot of bad things are gonna happen when people find out that you know you won this much money and they know you're from this place or whatever you give money to someone who's never really had money I think it can do a lot of damage especially when you're talking those amounts of money but I do think if we go to international currency, I think it I think it will happen. I think they probably think about it or have thought about it and are just looking for an easy way to do it. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's I think that's what I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you raised some pretty good points as far as, you know, the repercussions of the people that win the lottery. And I feel like you kind of sense that around these parts. And like we mentioned, you know, your life has changed a lot and 
you have to cut a lot of people off because them knowing that you have money changes a lot of things. And granted, in the U.S., uh, you feel a little bit more safer as far as like extortion or, you know, somebody's not going to kidnap your kid, most mm-hmm. likely. But in other countries, that might be the case for sure. Yeah. Um, so I think that wraps up lottery for us. Today we're trying a little new segment called Just Short, something a little bit more structured but casual, um, kind of like our lazy Sundays or whenever we do our next one. We hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, we hope you enjoyed Cinco de Mayo yesterday or whenever you're listening to this. Um, any final words on the lottery, Jordan? No, man. I hope everyone wins it. Yeah, me too. And if you do, make sure to subscribe to us and help us with our infrastructure for this podcast.